You are listening to the Reversing Diabetes with Delane MD podcast, episode number 161. I'm your host, Dr. Delane Vaughn. I'm a board-certified family practice doctor and a certified life and weight coach, and I help women reverse type 2 diabetes, get off their meds, and live naturally healthy lives. Today's episode, we are going to talk about training to reverse type 2 diabetes, I recorded this episode a few weeks ago. I didn't know where it would land in the podcast series, so I'm recording this intro separately from the podcast material. Before we jump into that podcast material, though, I do want to share an email I received from a listener. So two things I want you to hear from this. One, this listener's story, but I also want you to hear if you're getting benefits from this, if you have any questions about the material I present on this podcast, please send me an email, delane at delanemd.com. I will respond. I will answer any questions. If you're getting success, I love to hear from you. I put this podcast out for free because I truly believe in my soul that every person deserves to live a naturally healthy life. And I don't think the medical community in the United States does a great job at telling you how to do this. That's where I come in. I want to tell you it's possible and I want to help you find a way to do that. And I think every American, every human, not just Americans, I have clients all across the world, not just Americans, every human being deserves to know it's possible for their bodies to be healthy without medications. That's what this podcast is dedicated to. If that's what you're interested in, I can help. If you're getting these results, by doing the things that I talk about on these podcast episodes, please send me an email. I'd love to hear from you. This is exactly why I put this podcast out. So Maricela sent me an email. I've spoken with her. She's actually done the five-day free session. So her and I have spoken on more than one occasion. But she says in her email that she's been working on this since December of 2021. And her and I have spoken a number of different times throughout this. But I want you to see what can be created just by the drive and the belief that you can make a difference, that you can do something different. So Maricela's email says, knowledge gives us power. Taking action is what moves us forward. I'm always reading and trying to learn more about diabetes. I was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes in my 40s, but I'm sure that I've been insulin resistant since my 20s. Starting in December of 2021, I decided that I would somehow reverse this diabetes and keep it gone. That was my focus. That's the month that I decided to find a podcast about diabetes and found you. As of the end of March of 2022, I stopped taking my daily doses of metformin, and along the way, I've lost 27 pounds. I had my three-month diabetes blood work done in June of 2022. I now have proof that I have reversed my diabetes and lowered my A1C to 5.6. When I started seeing my doctor, my A1C was 10. I'm still working at lowering my A1C number a bit more, but so excited and happy that I no longer need medication daily. Creating metabolic health required me to make changes, challenge my own beliefs about food and nutrition, and work on my personal mindset. I listen and re-listen to your podcasts that have really introduced me to new ways of thinking and new concepts I didn't even know about. I posted on Facebook about reversing my diabetes and would like to continue to share info with others about my personal health journey. 
I will be posting your podcast and website because it was what started me thinking and knowing more about the root cause of diabetes. You gave me tools to help me reverse this diagnosis. Thank you for sharing and continuing to educate about ways to help heal type 2 naturally. June 7th, 2022, I reversed my diabetes. So certainly this brings tears to my eyes. This is exactly why I do the podcast. If you don't have the money to sign up for my group program, that's awesome. You don't need to. You just need the belief that you can do this and the willingness to keep trying. That's all it is. So I will keep sharing these stories. I get emails like this most weeks. Somebody's emailing me saying, hey, you're helping me out a lot. I appreciate it so much. If you are getting those results, please send me an email. Let me know what you're doing. If you have questions, I'm happy to answer them. Maricela reached out to me on multiple occasions asking me questions. She never did sign with my group. She didn't need to. She created these results anyway, and so can you. And I want you to hear that in her story. Okay, on to this week's podcast. All right, so let's talk about training. So we've all heard of training for a physical endeavor. So we train for a marathon, we train for a 5K, we train for a triathlon, we train for a bike across Kansas. That's the BAK, the bike across Kansas here in Kansas, but they have them across Idaho and Iowa and all sorts of other places, right? We've all heard of training for physical endeavors. However, if we look at reversing our type 2 diabetes in the way that we look at training for some physical endeavor, we start to understand the things that we do does not directly lead to the outcome we're looking for. What do I mean by this? So many of you know I've been climbing 14ers. If you follow any of my Facebook or Instagram, any of my social media, you've seen pictures of me climbing 14ers in Colorado. So 14ers are the peaks that are higher than 14,000 feet. They are the highest peak in the continental United States. There are taller peaks in Alaska and in Canada, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about the highest peaks in the lower 48 states. So I climb those in Colorado. There's only a few outside of Colorado. I climb those, they're fun. It's a break from the hot Kansas weather. It's lovely to see the mountains. It's lovely to get away. It's lovely to do nature, but training's an issue, right? Training to do 14,000 foot peaks at high altitude when you're a Kansas kid is an issue, right? It's flat here. I mean, really flat. In fact, you have to really work at finding a hill, any hill, which means to train, I climb stadium stairs. So this is where training is something that you do, but it does not directly lead to what you're looking for, right? I climb 14ers because I want cool weather. I want beautiful mountain views. I want to see things that I don't get to see in Kansas. I want mountain air. I want to smell the spruce. I want to see the aspen. I want to do all those things. And if you're training in Kansas, there are no beautiful scenic views. There's no mountain goats or wildlife. There's no cool mountain air. There's no aspens. There's no spruces. There's no beautiful wildflowers. There's concrete. Maybe there's some pigeons and that's it. So why do I do it? Why do we train for things? When we do not directly experience the result we're looking for, why do we do things that prep us for that result? There's a post that I did on social media and it's from the bottom of Stadium Stairs and it dawned on me in that moment. 
why I was climbing those stadium stairs. I had looked up and I had seen the stairs and the tall climb to the next time I get to the top and turn around and come back down. And I was asking myself why we do it. Why do I do this? And it dawned on me. I do those stadium stairs because it makes that climb up that mountain easier and more comfortable, more enjoyable. When I train on stadium stairs, it makes the act of climbing the actual mountain easier. It makes it more comfortable on my knees and my feet and my muscles. So what if making the difficult choices that we have to make in order to reverse our type two diabetes, and some of these choices are not I'm making the choice to hold my hand to a fire, painful in that way. But there are more, I have done this behavior, I have eaten this food so many times for so long, to do it differently is challenging, even when doing it the way I've done it for so long is making me sick with type two diabetes. So what if making the difficult food decisions is the same as training on the stadium stairs? What if every time you make a decision about food that's in a step toward reversing your diabetes, it is part of the training that you need to create a life that's diabetes free? Is it possible that every food decision that you make towards reversing your diabetes, every piece of candy that you skip, every piece of pizza you pass up, every cupcake you put down, what if every time you make one of those decisions, it makes the act of living without type 2 diabetes easier. What if it is the training for living diabetes free? We all want the sexy outcome, right? We all want some, I want, maybe not all of us, but I want summiting the mountain. I want to bag that peak. I want the bragging rights. We all want a life without medications, a life without insulin shots, a life without finger sticks, a life without diabetes. That's the sexy part, right? But what I want to offer you is the work is not sexy. Climbing stadium stairs, not sexy. It's hard, there's sweat, it's boring, it's ugly. The work to make the choices that lead to a life that's free of type 2 diabetes is not the sexy part. It's hard, there's sweat, it's boredom, there are early mornings, there's baked chicken breaks, lunches. It's not exciting. It's not the sexy part. It's not the result we want. Clients come to me and they talk about how hard it is to reverse their type 2 diabetes, how hard it is to make the changes, how hard it is to be out with lunch with your coworkers and not have the pizza, how hard it is to be out with the girls for girls night and not indulge in the chocolate molten cake, how hard it is to be at the pizza place with your family and not have the pizza, how hard it is to take your kids for ice cream and not indulge in the Mackinac Island fudge ice cream. A little specific there, I know. We all think of these times and the difficult decisions we have to make. It feels hard. I always remind my clients it's all hard. Making the hard decision to not have the food that creates diabetes in your life, that's difficult. Living with type 2 diabetes, taking meds, having doctor's appointments, having lab draws, having to stick your finger, looking at insulin injections, having to go see specialists, having to go to an eye doctor, losing your vision, ending up on dialysis, amputating feet, all of it's hard. There is no easy path, it's all hard. Our brain wants to believe that there's a situation that will be easy, that there's no hard part. It's gonna be the best, the easiest, there's not gonna be anything difficult. What I wanna offer is it's never the case. There's always a challenge. I can totally not train for a 14er. And then I can get out there and I can 
possibly summit and be very uncomfortable. That's hard. Or I can possibly not summit, have made the drive out there, made the plans, told people my intentions to summit, and then not bag the peak, not get the bragging rights. Also a hard pill to swallow. What if there is no easy? What if you just get to decide which thing you want to engage in? The training that seems hard, the decisions that you tell yourself are hard in the moment, and they seem hard. I'm not arguing with that. But the thing about climbing a 14er is the more you train for it, the easier it becomes. The thing about making those decisions is the more you practice it, the more you train for it, the easier it becomes. Training is practice. It's not the fun part. It's not the bragging opportunity. It's not exciting. But we do it because it makes the big thing that we do want easier. And that's what I want to offer you. What if we look at it as just training? What if you're just practicing the ability to make the decisions that align with your goals and that keep you healthy, that optimize your health, that get you towards living a naturally healthy life? What if that's all we're doing? I hope that was helpful. I hope that mindset settles in. This is the thing that we work on in my group. My six-month group for women with type 2 diabetes is all about this. You don't need me to tell you the path. You don't need me to tell you the food plan. You already know you need to cut certain foods out of your diet. What we need help with is making those decisions when they seem hard. That's where coaching comes in. If that's something that you feel would be helpful for you, if this is something that resonates with you, reach out to me, Delane at DelaneMD.com. I'm happy to answer any questions, happy to get you signed up for a consultation so you can see how my program will work for you and we can get you started living a naturally healthy life. All right, I will be back next week. Bye-bye.